a cat and he was freaking out eventually. And then I fanned his butthole and then he took off. Please explain fanning a butthole as we open up the episode to our podcast, Couple of Critics Podcast. Couple of Critics Podcast, I'm and I'm Michelle, and I'm using my little uh, little notebook because it's hot in this room um, to fan myself and the cat's anus. But the cat is very fluffy. He came to visit. I thought I would help fan him. Uh, he didn't appreciate it. He thought it was a little crazy, so uh, he took off. So. Were you fanning his body originally? Yes. And he flopped over. He jumped up and was like, what the, the fuck butthole. are you doing? And then he showed me his ass and looked back at me like, what the fuck were you just doing to me? And I was like, fan, 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 fan. And he felt that coolness on his anus and he took off. Because apparently that cat likes a warm asshole. I would love if someone fanned my anus. Well, uh, it's possible. You could just stick your... F- anus in front of a fan. I'm going to do it right now with this notebook. You mean like, look at my fanus. Ah, the cool island breeze. Ooh, we gonna be, yeah, getting that cool island breeze on our buttholes. So we are a married couple. I'm Michelle and that's Sam. And, uh, Hi. And, uh, we like to share our media interest with each other. Um, and this week was a Michelle week, and we listened to nothing. We watched a movie. Goddamn right. And uh, that movie is something I've held near and dear to my heart for a long time. It's the movie Freeway. Wa-bam, ba-bam. Wa-bam. So, had you... was Did I introduce you to this movie? I do want to ask, I first and foremost. We're diving right into it. This is the quickest ever. I had never heard of this movie until you. Ever. Okay. I, don't, I might have heard the name, but did not know about it. Well, and I came upon this movie, what I would consider by chance. Like, it was it was just an interesting circumstance that I just so happened to see this movie. And uh, it thoroughly appealed to me, even though I was way too young to be watching it. How did you see it, though? So, okay. So, my grandparents, I stayed the night with them. And they had cable and they had movie channels and stuff. And I didn't have fucking movie channels. And I couldn't sleep. And I got up in the middle of the night. I mean, it may have only, it would have been like one or two in the morning, maybe. Couldn't sleep. Went and laid down in the living room, turned on the TV, flipping around. Okay, there's this. I've never, like, this is, this looks weird. I don't know what's happening. Um, And I think it was rather early in the movie, but I laid there on my grandparents' floor in the middle of the night with it turned down really low and watched it. And I was definitely, like I said, too young because this came out. Before I turned 10. No, I lied. Before I turned 11. I was 10 when this actually came out, but I saw it on TV, on a movie channel. So I'm not sure exactly how old I was. 13, 12? 12 or 13. I'd say. Something like that. That can be... That's a golden age. I think that can be too young for some people, Mm -hmm. but it's just fine for others. Yeah. I don't know where you would have been at that time. Like, I know I would have been fine. I, I mean, it made me love Reese Witherspoon. So you and I didn't know who she was before. Because did, this was, I mean, this was obviously before her breakout and fucking rom-coms, which she did for years and how a lot of people, I think, know Reese Witherspoon from like Legally Blonde and stuff. But I mean, for me, it's because she did a movie when she was younger, Man on the Moon, or Man in the Moon, sorry. Man on the Moon is the 
Andy Kaufman story. The man on the moon. Man in the moon. She was in that. She had her first kiss in the movie. Oh. And uh, and then, I mean, I know there were other smaller films, but there was like this and Election. And I mean, there for a bit, she did movies that were a little more interesting to me than she did for like a chunk of her career, which I think made people know who she was. But she was 20 when this came out. She looks like a baby. Uh, and I thought she was adorable. And uh, yeah, I've loved this movie ever since. I don't know how I was able to like figure out what it was. I probably looked in the, I, I probably looked it up in the uh, um, TV guide. The oh, TV later. guide. Yeah, yeah. No, it would have been, probably been that night. I would have been like, yeah, what is this crazy what movie that I'm watching? Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to ask, this isn't too weird for you at this time? Because, like, no. in my mind, there's an age where you're, like, an innocent girl. But were you always just like, no, well, still weird shit. I, I like was, weird shit. I was not an innocent girl. <laughs> I was exposed to a lot of bad things at yeah, way too yeah. young of ages. I mean, That's I true. I had already been through three foster homes, uh, been subjected to multiple different kinds of abuse. I, by the time, yeah, I, I wasn't too young for this, but it was weird and it was different because I wasn't used to watching something so weird. I would put it and I read something and they, I, it was like a review. I don't remember if it was Siskel and Ebert, but it, they, they kind of compared it to if you are interested in like Quentin Tarantino type movies, it's kind of going in that direction. Cause I think it does have like, a natural born killers e type feel to it sometimes. It definitely does. It but has it also like feels a, like a John Waters movie. Yeah, it has as like well. a weird campiness to it mm-hmm. where it's it's trying to be weird on purpose and be like, why is that guy making that face? Well it's why uh, is that staying on that shot for that long? It's definitely a dark comedy. Because yeah. it's definitely I mean there are all kinds of jokes throughout the entire fucking movie. I'd say it's mostly a comedy. I would say, I think it's just a dark comedy. Yeah. Technically. Um, but I think it's great. I love it very much. Freeway, it came out in 1996. Um, it stars quite a lot of people, actually. Um, I do need to bring that up. And then we will go ahead and jump into the uh, trailer. How's that sound? Sounds good to me, especially since I have not seen it. Oh, the trailer? Yes. Okay, so when it comes to the cast, I do not have this properly pulled up, and I do apologize. So the the two main people in this movie are Reese Witherspoon and Kiefer Sutherland. We also have Brooke Shields. We also have Amanda Plummer, who I did not know was Christopher Plummer's daughter. I'm sure a lot of you don't know who I'm talking about, but she was in Needful Things. She was in... God, what the fuck else was she in that we were talking about? I couldn't remember I think while we were watching. in Pulp Fiction as well, actually. Um, Amanda Plummer. She's a hideous lady. You should look her up. She's um, not a hideous lady. They just give her hideous roles and have to fuck her up. Oh, sweetheart. You want to see? You're being mean. Am I being mean? <laughs> well, that's her, like, old... That's just her. Oh, well, actually, that's cute. Yeah, see, she looks fine. Okay. Take it back. I think she's just always had a creepy look, but I guess she I've does. only seen her in creepy things. And they always super creep her up. Like in this movie, she's all cracked out. And I've never seen her in a role where she's a normal, high functioning yeah, person. Yeah, I don't know. She's always crazy. And uh, this also had a very tiny um, piece of Brittany Murphy in it as well. 
which I have some questions about her later. And uh, Dan Hedaya, which, I mean, he played Nixon. Dan Haday. Is that how you say it? Is it? I'm pretty sure I've heard the name Dan Haday. Well, there's an A at Hedaya? the end. Uh, I don't know. Hadea? I don't Maybe know. I just know a guy named Dan Haday. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> describes him as often playing sle- sleazy villains or wisecracking supporting characters. Yeah, he played uh, Cher's dad in Clueless as well. I always um, think of him as Nixon, like you said. <clears throat> but he was in Clueless. Brittany Murphy was in Clueless. That's interesting. But there are uh, Guillermo Diaz was in this. But yeah, um, it's a fucking thriller indie film is how it's identified on Google. But I would call it a dark comedy. I would definitely call it a dark comedy. But, I agree. But let's go ahead and uh, get into the f- freeway trailer. Here we go. Directed by Oliver Stone, which you will hear shortly. From executive producer Oliver Stone, meet Vanessa Lutz. He didn't direct it, right? Drinks. No, it was written and directed by Matthew Bright. I just wanted to say that. But it's super white trash. Get it. Larry, get your goddamn hands off my anatomy. Her mom is clueless. Her accent is amazing. You don't know a goddamn thing about nothing. Amanda Plummer. And her life is no fairy tale. But it's a take on Little Red Riding Hood. I haven't said that yet. This is a story. It's a dark take. Trailer. He's a guy that's been killing all them girls on the freeway, Bob. You gonna do sex to me now? <laughs> B, revenge. You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal savior. <laughs> I want that little monster to pay for this. Right now, we're the best friends you've got. I'm so sure. C, betrayal. You don't believe we're your friends. I believe you're a strange out trailer. D, survival. Back in the hole, I decided all I need to live with my will. E, all of the above. <laughs> This problem with anger. It's cheesy. I don't think that the trailer would have worked on me. We need to put an end to the system that lets dangerous, violent thugs be prosecuted as juveniles. Holy shit. Look who got beat with the Sutherland, Reese Witherspoon, Brooke Shields, Amanda Plummer. Freeway. Why are you doing this? I'm pissed off and the whole world owes me. That's it's amazing what trailers can do and, and what like they cannot not do. Be. Yeah, because <laughs> I know the movie, and it's such a different. Yeah, I think I'd be very delighted though if I was like dragged to see that thing, and then I showed up, and it's what it was. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh wow, that was way weirder than I expected it. Oh yeah, so um, the movie, like I had said, it's a it's a dark take on Little Red Riding Hood. Reese is Little Red Riding Hood. And um, Mr. Wolverton, which is ridiculous. Bob Wolverton. Bob Wolverton. I want to say this while we're talking about. Well, I haven't said it yet. Is Kiefer Sutherland? He is the wolf character. Yeah, it's when you know that it's Little Red Riding Hood. The uh, references Mm -hmm. are so over the top. It's not. They're not hiding it at all. No. Once you like know it, which I should have figured out the first time I watched it, especially since at the beginning, showing a bunch of wolf imagery. Mm-hmm. But it's like I knew it when we watched it the second time and the third time. Well, I'm not okay. When we watched We've it again, it in the past. Yeah, I've seen it in the past. Yeah. When we watched it again, and I watched it with eyes that knew it was Little Red Riding Hood, I expected it to be a little more woven in, like 
mm-hmm. secretly, but it's just straight like carrying a red basket. Yeah, with <laughs> a red jacket Bob on. Wolverton. Bob Wolverton. <laughs> There's wolves in his house. <clears throat> but it's, I mean, it, it sounds kind of cheesy, but um, I don't know. I just, I think the movie is fucking crazy. And I think that Reese Witherspoon's acting has a lot to do with it. This was, um, again, before she broke out in her rom-com hits um and she was fucking willing to do weird characters again like election that was a weird fucking character she was a weird person and i think she can play that really fucking well and yeah really good in election really good in this yeah and i think being southern and already have an accent she's able to fall into that deeper southern accent which i mean she's from louisiana but it looks i mean they're in southern california yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. It's more like hillbillies, not like Creole. It's like hillbillies, but they're also, there's the Spanish culture and stuff. Yeah, that's the Mexican true. culture. That's true. Yeah, because she is kind of like dolled up, like in a uh, Latino sort of way. Mm-hmm. Like tight, straight back hair. Yeah. Tied tight and like the dark the lipstick. And, yeah. Yeah. So the clothes she wears, look like the, what do you call them? Something halter tops? Holter tops and big baggy jeans. Yeah. She looked in her first outfit in the movie. I thought she kind of had like a Gwen Stefani look. Yeah, she does have a Gwen Stefani look. Like back in the day. Ah, that explains the boner. Like a skull look. (laughs) (laughs) God. So, um, with the music throughout the movie uh, is very unusual. Oh, wow. And that was my first And we figured out that uh, by just from the opening credits that it's done by Danny Elfman. Yeah, Danny Elfman. So it kind of makes sense that it's super fucking weird. And I think that the music has a huge influence on what gives me the John Waters feel sometimes. I I mean, there are some people, um, some characters, one in particular we'll get to later, who works at the juvenile center, which is just like, yeah, like uh, clownish. I smiled real big. Yeah, (laughs) I guess I I should. But just, I mean, like a caricature. Like some people are just... Like black hole sun, wide opening mouth, and just like tilting their head. It's like ah, it yeah. just makes you feel crazy. That's, that's exactly when it gets those John Water feel and like suspends you into this different world mm-hmm. where it almost makes the violence that eventually does happen throughout the whole movie. When you like suspend those weirder moments and give those like people that end up getting hurt, mm-hmm. when you make them like extreme, it almost makes the violence less extreme because it's happening to a person that's like, I can't even take you as a real life person because you're so fucking weird. Yeah. Like if Reese Witherspoon got hurt, I'm going to feel it. Yeah. If characters that are in this that are very strange and just give like huge wide smiles. Stop, stop scratching stop up it. the door, you son of a bitch cat. I tried to be rubs it. I tried to be quiet about it, but. And now he's like, look, I'm just being, I'm cute. just rubbing my face. I didn't just have, both of my claws up on this door frame, ready to slide on down. <laughs> all right, cats. Okay, we talk about cats all the time. Every so if, episode. If you hate cats, sorry. That's who we are, and that's what we love, even though we don't love when they scratch things, and they fucking do. So, in less than five, well, actually, I would say immediately when the movie opens, we find out that Vanessa Lutz, who is the main Little Red Riding Hood character. Okay, thank you, because I'm not good with the characters' names in this movie. Vanessa, she is... Um, <clears throat> and I know a Lutz family, so it's very weird. She's <laughs> essentially illiterate. And we heard yeah. that a little bit in the trailer where she's like, the cat 
drinks milk. Yeah. And so she's <clears throat> learning how to read. She's 15. The character is 15 in the movie. So she should definitely know how to fucking read. But Absolutely. she's clearly poor. Her mom's a fucking hooker. Her stepdad and her mom are on fucking speed, speed, uh, smoking out of fucking crack pipes and shit. Yep. Um, she's just, it looks like she does a lot of taking care of herself and she Absolutely. does talk about her mom doing a stint in prison for a while uh-huh. and she's, uh, she had to be the mom, the, you know, she's got house. that feel where she's like, I've been having to take care of myself for a long time because mm-hmm. she does not talk like a kid. No, she does not act like a kid. Mm-mm. Like me at 15 years old. Was a fucking kid. Yeah. I'm still a fucking kid. Like, Reese Witherspoon in this movie would intimidate me now as a 33-year-old man. I'd be like, okay, sorry. Ah." I think Reese Witherspoon now as a human could intimidate me. Oh. Because she can be, I'm sure she can be scary. I wanted (laughs) She wants to be. Sorry. I wanted to ask, when you were talking about Reese Witherspoon taking on more uh, romantic comedies. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, don't you watch that show that she's in now? Now, I do watch Big Little Lies. It's not a rom-com at all. It's yeah. a drama. How is she in that? She's fantastic. She's a good actress, right? I like, think she's, she's just good in everything. great. I just, she's just... I just stopped liking her movies, so I fell off of the bandwagon, mm-hmm. where, like, I went to see Legally Blonde in the theater because I loved her so much. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she was and probably she, good in it, And she was it, good right? in it. Yeah. It just wasn't my kind of movie. Yeah. And I think I even saw the second one in the theater because it was just something to do. I was young and my mom was like, you want to do something? I'll let you go to a movie and you want to watch this. It's like PG-13 and you're 14. So like, I think it was just something like that. Um, But yeah, I just and and I've seen some of the rom-com movies because I like her. I've seen that like Sweet Home Alabama movie and shit. In theater, Gibson Theater just down the street. Yeah. Did you go with a girl? I think I went on a date. Okay. I think so. And I've I've never not Matthew liked McConaughey. Her. No, it's a different guy, but he looks like him. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I understand where you get that, but it's not actually Matthew McConaughey. I'm gonna believe you because um, I'm not good at that shit. <laughs> but I just I'm not a rom com person, so like I said, I fell off. But I've never thought that she wasn't a good. I actually think she's a great fucking actress. Yeah, and I election in this movie, she's fucking amazing she's amazing which is why i was really interested in how she's doing and because i have never seen her in anything else i don't think i've ever seen legally blonde and i don't think i've ever really seen anything with her in it i think she's done some serious movies since the big like rom-com chunk in the mid-2000s um i just haven't really watched anything but but i'm sure she's good i just still i'm sure i just I don't like all of her movies, but I even liked that first movie that she did when she was a little girl, that man in the moon. I thought it was cute and heartbreaking. So I imagine the money she pulled in doing those rom-coms. I think she's like the number fourth highest paid actress on TV. right? Oh, now. really? Yeah. If you're good, you're good. So get that money. All right. Good so, for you, Miss Witherspoon. Anyway, so we went on another Reese Witherspoon rant. Or... I just love her. <laughs> she's just so great. Um, so we we meet her boyfriend after she successfully um, reads the cat drinks milk. Um, her and her boyfriend make out in class, and it's disgusting. Fucking gross. And uh, he's a big black guy. She's a little white girl. Um, not that that matters, but it's just over the fucking... Everything in this movie feels like it's supposed to be over the top and like exaggerated in, in some sense. Because when oh, yeah. you even... When they scroll the... Uh, 
the classroom, there is a kid like passed out on a couch in the classroom. Yeah. I don't understand what that means. I also think they make her boyfriend black in this because later she throws some pretty racial slurs out there. Yeah, and, and then they and find the, out that she had a black boyfriend and they were shocked. Yeah, so it's like you almost kind of got to ground her that she just... She almost didn't mean what she said. She just did it to... When she said, she just said it because she knew it would piss him off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's... So they almost had to do that, so you don't think she's like... But she, Yeah, she's a fucking whole... volatile character. She is, but they definitely try to make you like her at the same time. Like, Oh, yeah. She, she doesn't lie. She's very humanized <laughs> because she's... Yeah, she's super honest about everything. Everything. It's really funny. So, um, yeah, so we, we meet... What's his name? The boyfriend? Yeah. Chopper. Chopper. So we have Chopper. We have Chopper. And we, we have, have Vanessa. Vanessa. And we f- f- uh, we haven't found anything out yet. Uh, we go, she's being dropped off by her boyfriend at her house, which is a motel that she lives at with her mom and stepfather. Her mom, who is played by Amanda Plummer, is hooking on the streets. Hooking on the streets. Hooking on the streets. <laughs> and uh, she uh, tries to pick a guy up and uh, he declines and she starts throwing the n-word out so less than five oh, yeah. fucking minutes oh, in yeah. we hear a white lady call a black lady the n-word oh yeah uh, there's if you're uh, offended by language which if you're listening to this you're not um you would not like this movie this movie is no. language fucking oh, central yeah. oh it's yeah. fantastic but it's not it's not gratuitous <laughs> in a uh unneeded way it's not like fuck you you fucking fuck which i think is oh yeah ridiculous that's one of the things that what people will quote about stepbrothers that's one of the worst lines and it's one of the worst fuck it's if if yeah that that quote could make me hate the movie if i had never seen it it's just rammed in there fuck you you fucking fuck like and i know it's not said like that you just say ah fucking fuck it's something, but i mean but people say that and it's become a thing and i think it's just too much Mm. i don't think this movie does it too much. No. But I believe that this movie is the first time I heard and at my age, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and I say that oh. a lot as an adult. And at that time, was it like, huh? Oh, it was crazy for me. That's another thing. Are they going to go to hell? There's always this thing. I've always been attracted to all these dark things. Um, bad language, uh, jerking off, all of these things. I mean, I used to fucking, I think I've said this on the podcast before, I used to fucking um, ask for forgiveness and pray after I masturbated. Yes, you have said that. So, uh, you know, you got, I got that God guilt. <laughs> that God bit. guilt. So there was, I mean, I did feel like I was treading evil territory yeah. by watching this. And I knew like, if I got caught watching this, it would have been like it would have been, been a thing. Yeah, I want to say that after I got done masturbating, you know what I did? Went to sleep. I masturbated. Boom! I was a lonely boy. Oh god. Okay, so we we meet the mom. She's a hooker. She's fucking crazy. She's out of her mind. Off her mind. She's on speed. She loves meth. You can tell she's been tweaked on meth for a long. Yeah, fucking she's. Time. You, you can tell she's not a good mother to Vanessa. She basically tells her to. Go the fuck home. Oh, yeah. Um, so you don't, I, Oh, yeah. What did she say? You don't know a goddamn thing about nothing. She does a lot of double negatives in this A part, lot of double And it drives negatives. me crazy when people do double negatives. Well, this you is, don't know a goddamn thing about nothing. That means you know, she knows everything about everything. <laughs> and uh, then Vanessa goes inside. We meet the stepdad. He is oh, a gee. fucking piece of shit. Yeah. I'm surprised like, he's not as haggard looking as the mom. 
He, I think he is really haggard he looking. Is, but when, what's her name? Vanessa. No, the the, the mom. Mom, mom the, I don't what's remember. Her real name? Of Plummer, Amanda Plummer. Amanda Plummer. It seems like when they make up her, it's like she seems like she's like sixty-two years old. He seems like he's still in his thirties and just crazy. I th- I think he probably was younger than her. Think so? I think they used her because she already had a rough look and because she's a good actress. Yeah, and she pulls off that crazy very well. And guys can just look dirty and uh, grow their fucking beard out. That's true. And you know, look nasty and pull it off. And I think, uh, and he may have been a younger guy as well. True. And I think, unfortunately people that live that way and get haggard like that, mm-hmm. I think women do go first. Oh yeah. Men definitely look better as they age anyway. Anyway. Yeah. And women don't, we, we go down <laughs> as the years go on, we go down. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, he smokes fucking speed in front of Vanessa. He's smoking straight Um, up meth. He talks, he starts talking all nasty and touching on her. and feel her up. It's clear that there's been some molestation, which is brought up multiple times throughout the movie. It wasn't clear to me at that part. Well, because she was fighting him off. Because she's fighting him off. When, spoiler alert, when the, the mom gets arrested and they bust into the hotel, here in like two minutes into the movie... That was the only time I was like, oh, fuck, something is going on. And then Mm -hmm. I didn't know if that was the first time or not. Yeah, because she did stand up for herself at first, but then it didn't. (laughs) What did she say? I got my Reese Witherspoon quotes in the movie. (laughs) Get your goddamn hands off my anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so, yeah, so he's just a fucking creep. Uh, News bulletin on the TV. This is the whole backbone of the story right here. Big Bad Wolf is picking up young women on Mostly interstate... prostitutes, right? I don't remember. I think he says that in the thing. He says they all have a history of prostitution. Oh, okay. So it's just trashy people that he assumes won't yeah. be cared about. I picked up a few details on our second viewing this time. And I just want to throw them in there that I think were neat, that he just throws that in there, that he does definitely have a type that okay. he's going for. It's not just young girl. It's young... Young trash. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll I mean, she's supposed to, I mean, her, clearly she is in a trash situation. Uh-huh. And definitely in his mind, they are trash. Yeah, so um, there is a killer on the loose. This the guy is I-5 killer, the I-5 him. killer, uh, picking up girls and um, killing them and doing sex to their dead bodies. <laughs> Which we don't know that from what's being said on TV, but we find no. that out later. Yeah, and it's, definitely. Fucking hilarious. Um, so the mom gets in trouble. There's oh, yeah. an undercover cop. <laughs> Which is a hilarious line. Do you know what it is? Well, you got to tell me what you want. And then she's like, I bet you like your wiener sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Wiener yeah, is such you look a that. funny fucking word. I bet you like your wiener sucks. And she goes, I had a feeling you did or something like that. Why I'm not not surprised or something like that. It's ridiculous. Um, And so she's totally getting, yeah, getting arrested. The cops come in. um, They find the crack pipe in her purse. So they decide that they're going to go inside the house and see what else is there. They believe that it is probable cause to search her her property because she's hooking outside and bringing men inside and sucking them off with when her husband and daughter are there and he doesn't care because she uses mouthwash. That's what he said. (laughs) 
Um, which is disgusting. I want to um, say this. Dumb fucking move of her to have the pipe in her purse when she could have just left the pipe in the hotel she room. She was right outside the hotel. She could have just left it right there and that way. I mean, she's going to get popped for the prostitution part, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't have had the pipe on her. And they wouldn't have had reason to search if they didn't find that. They would have just got her for prostitution right there and taken her. Do you think that's enough her. or do you think they've got that's a, a Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, okay, cool. They said then that yeah. they found that that was probable cause dumb. to search. So the cops come in, the uh, stepdad's trying to fuck around with Vanessa. Um, they bust him. He has stuff as well. Um, they are now getting arrested. They're both insane. They're insane. Uh, he's like speeding. Giggling and They're shit. giggling and kissing and being disgusting. <laughs> and so she... Fucked. Is waiting for social services to be called once mother and stepfather are taken away. Um, She decides to get away. She is not interested in going into another fucking foster home. She handcuffs that lady's ankle to a bed and she flees. Little Red Riding Hood is her destination, is her grandma on her dad's side who she's never met. She doesn't want to go to another foster home. She said, I'll stay with my grandma who doesn't know that I exist. So she is now on a mission to go to Stockton, California to grandma's house. All right. So, Sam. That's me. It's about time to meet Bob. Yeah. So she. Well, I wanted to see if there was one I wanted to talk about. I just, just kind of go on a timeline. I wanted to see if there was like... Well, we're getting to the Bob part. I was going to say it because I said she's on her way well, now to Grandma's I, house. I also wanted to talk about the social services lady who's actually the parole officer of the mom. That lady is some actress that has been in countless movies. She's like a... I saw a her Danny Trejo type actress. Where she's... She was one of those people that I've seen so much, especially in the 90s. Her name is Conchata Farrell. Really? Conchata? Conchata Farrell. Wow. She's yeah. been... And so many things. Yeah. The movies that are briefly mentioned on, per Wikipedia, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Aaron Brockovich, Mystic Pizza, Mr. Deeds, so many. Yeah, a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah, Mr. Deeds. She was in Mr. Deeds. Mm -hmm. She's been in a lot of things. I guess she was in Two and a Half Men as well. I've seen Mr. Deeds. Bertha, the housekeeper, and Two and a Half Men, if any of you guys watch that. Why are you listening to us? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> People like that show. John, I'm just kidding. People like that show. Okay. And so- then I also like that this is when we actually start to see the real Little Red Riding Hood imagery. When she's walking, after she's hand or handcuffed the feet to the bed she of grabs that lady. A red she basket. comes out of the thing. She's, <laughs> she's just, and she's like, she's bouncing like, like a, like a little like girl. Like a Little Red Riding Hood, like wood, like. Innocently, like, doo, 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 and I think doo, she has doo, that doo. that that thing to her throughout the whole movie. Yes, that innocent. That even bounce. though she makes a lot of bad choices, she can be fucking violent. She can be brutal. Um, she also just has like a pure fucking innocence to her. And, and uh, I always say this word wrong. What? Uh, how do you say like naive? Naive. No, but like, there's a way to say it differently. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm sure somebody's yelling at their listening device right now. Uh, Bob, Bob, what is it? Come on, no, Bob. it's probably Tom. Come on, Tom, where's it at, Tom? Uh, naivety. 
I'm not sure how to say Naiety- it. Naivety. Oh, God. Naivety. Now you're going to make me sound dumb, too. <laughs> I've never really known how to say it. But She's yeah, naive. of being naive, she's just really bubbly Naivety? and just she's ready to go. She takes the vehicle, she gets on the interstate. Oh, is that this? Uh, is that the parole officer's car? That wasn't like. Was that the parole officer's car? I didn't know. I've never. I've tried to figure that out this time, and I should have paid attention to what she drives up in because she does drive up in a car and get out. I th- I assume that that. Car belonged to her stepdad, Who, not the parole officer. What's his name? Larry? Larry. Wait a minute. Larry was in Hellraiser. There we go. <laughs> not the actor. Anyway. No, oh, I know. I know what just happened. I just don't know how to take it. So I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to move along, sir. Move along, sir. The vehicle is trash, it breaks down. Do you think it's tr- Oh, it probably is the fucking drug addict's car then. That's why it broke down. It was yeah, it was in rough shape. There you go. Uh she's on the side of the road, checking out under the hood. There's like wires disconnected and shit. She's trying to like plug it in. Like <laughs> Big Bad Wolf, Bob Wolverton pulls on over. He's gonna yeah. help her out. I like oh, this. you have car trouble, miss? I like this part because a lot of movies could have made you think oh is this the bad guy mm-hmm. they make it pretty obvious as soon as he pulls up the music's like ominous and sort of spooky it's like foreboding and it just kind of sets right in there like no this is the fucked up guy now we're just going to show you how it will unfold mm-hmm. because I remember the first time I watched it and every time I've watched it it's been a sense of he seems creepy from the get go it's because you know that he's the fucking guy, and they like want to add that creepiness because if they didn't want you to know, they would have made him super innocent at first and never added that music. Yeah, but to be honest, I feel that Kiefer Sutherland is a creep, so he just comes <laughs> off to me as a creep. So he he just feels creepy to me. Yeah, we both said we'd never have seen him in anything where he wasn't like the creep or the villain. I, yeah, I've never seen him not play a villain. And I said earlier that means that he is technically a good actor because he always plays a bad guy, and I don't fucking like him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know him as Jack Bauer. I have n- I've never seen one episode of Twenty Four. So I haven't either. I have only seen him be a piece of shit. I believe. Um, but I love you, Kiefer. But you pull it off, dude. I mean, you're a fucking creep. Uh, but her vehicle shot. He gives her a ride. <laughs> Uh, he's he said he's going as far as L.A. That's where the report on TV said that a lot of these killings have been happening. All these young ladies. Yeah. Where was he? Was he just cruising up and down looking for blood? He said he's a teacher yeah. that teaches more Southern. But by the time. I thought he was a counselor. Yeah, I mean, but at he worked a at a school. school. Yeah, so that's I mean, that's kind of what I meant. He's like the therapist at a boys' school. But he, I mean, he wasn't even home yet, and it was dark. So I can't imagine that that is a normal commute. So I feel like yeah. that was a lie. I feel like he does just cruise up and down the uh, highway. I think he is a therapist at a boys' school, and that's was his cover. But he probably uses that to go out. He probably tells his wife, who doesn't know. Hey, I've got a convention. His wife, Brooke Shields. Yeah, I've got a convention and blah, 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 blah. And that's his excuse to be gone for like two days. Mm-hmm. And it's an all free will kill zone in that one. And then he finds the perfect one in Reese Witherspoon. Uh, yeah. And he gets her to open up and tell stories. 
and oh, uh, yeah. about bad things that have happened, like yeah. being molested. This by part's rough for me. Her stepdad. When he's she's talking about all that stuff, and he's like, you know, they've gone out to eat. He's getting her trust, mm-hmm. and you know, he's gotten little things out of her here and there. But then when they actually are driving in the car later, yeah, and it gets like deep. And she starts talking about, like, the first time that Larry, you know, took it out. And, you know, I just held it. Like, that stuff, I did not enjoy it. Um, I mean, it obviously did its job because I'm not supposed to enjoy hearing yeah. about this. But, like, as a guy who was never sexually molested or anything like that, it's just so fucking abhorrent to me. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be abhorrent to people who have been molested. But, like, it's so out of my realm of even, like, how the fuck is it even possible mm-hmm. that, like... And especially as I'm getting older, and I'm more emotionally attached to things. Yeah. Especially movies, which mm-hmm. is weird. I hear that happens with a lot of men, though, in it, general, that men will start, like, crying more to I, things when they're older and I stuff. have a feeling in the next 10 years, I'm going to be crying at movies, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to stop I'm it, because it already grabs it. me, and I'm like, no, fight it! I see it sometimes, it. in like, that you do kind of, maybe... Uh, I do see that you connect a little more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emotionally, that you you never used to have that empathy. So when she's explaining this, and it was actually like, this part was not extreme in a way of like unrealistic. She explained it how I think it could really happen. Mm -hmm. No, at first he just took it out, and I just held it. Yeah. And then, oh, here we go. Is this the reveal? Uh, Well, this is kind of cut up into things, but um, he does start asking her ridiculous questions that are definitely too far. Yeah, he can't hold himself back anymore. Yeah, he's getting fucking slimy. He's got it's a gross look on his face. He like, can do what did he, wants. he fuck you and uh, stuff like yeah. that? And she gets mad. So we'll have a little bit of her reaction here. Yes, which is I love hilarious. it. Fuck me when I'm dead. You try anything, I'm going to shoot you so many times. She pulled a gun on him because she's not fucking around. She figured out, oh, wait, God, that just... That, that didn't... Well, that, that was, was a, awful. That was a horrible yeah. collage of sounds. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I thought that was going to be more. It's this whole like best of. So I thought that yeah. they'd put a little more time into that, but I guess they nope. did not. I didn't vet that particular one very well, yeah. and that's all my fault. Um, as this reveal happens, but as the reveal happens, she. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that it gets, it goes away from the when I was like, oh god, I don't want to hear this. It's so slimy and greasy. But then as soon as he's like. Do you like it when Larry fucked you? She immediately and she just yeah. gets that look on her face, like, she's like what? Wait the a minute, fuck. and she just knows immediately this guy's a fuck. Yeah. And then she's like, "Let me out of the car! You're she's a fucking like, perv." She's like, "You piece of shit!" <laughs> God, she's so amazing when she's fired up. Her accent is so thick, and yeah. it's so incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's I, so good. I think even later, as the movie goes on, it gets even thicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what, she, what happened? she like pulls the car, keys so, out of the ignition. <coughs> Sorry, go ahead. <coughs> she makes him pull over, right? Because she hits him in the back of the head. She has a gun. Chopper gave her a gun to sell so she could have money when she got to her grandma's or to help get to her grandma's. Um, well, no. First, she like kind of pulls the keys out of the ignition as they're driving and he has to pull over really quick. And then he like... Hits her. Oh, and yeah. he's like, pick up the fucking keys off the floor. And he oh, cuts the right. hair off the back of her head, that ponytail that she had. And that's when you see, like, he's in power. So, like, we have, like, three characters of Keith R. Sutherland in this movie. We've seen the therapist, who's, like, supposed to be nice and caring. And now we see this brute. But who's clearly manipulative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we see this brute in power piece of shit 
Yeah, he's like, like yelling at her, manhandling and... her, grabbing her. Mm-hmm. her pick up Punch, he punched keys. her in the stomach. Yeah. And... Oh god, yeah, that looks painful. Yeah. And then then they get back to driving because he's like, I'm in fucking control now, and he's got that knife out. But yeah, so he cut her hair, and yeah. she was mad. Uh huh. And <laughs> she has a gun from Chopper, and she pulled that motherfucker on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, take off your fucking pants, and then she just. Whacks him in the head and goes in the back and grabs. And she that gun. jumps in the back and she has a she hits him in the head multiple times yeah. with a gun. He's like, "We're gonna fucking have an like we're gonna wreck," and uh, she's hysterical. Do you have some uh, uh, quotes? I missed a quote earlier, by the way. When Miss Sheets, the uh, parole oh officer, God. shows up and she's hugging her, and she's like, ah, <clears throat> "I hate pigs so much, Miss Sheets." <laughs> <laughs> and then when they're driving, and he's like. I think it's when they're driving and he says something about, oh yeah, and he's explaining like, it's because of pieces of shit like you and you have your whore mothers who make whore babies and she's like, hey, I ain't no trick baby. Oh my God, so I ain't no trick baby is something that I forgot about it. I haven't watched this movie in so many years. That used to be one of my go-to fucking quotes for years. I ain't no trick baby because I've always really super highly regarded this movie. So when she's got power, and she's in the back, and Kiefer Sutherland is now in his third character, you know, a fucking pussy, and mm-hmm. crying for his life. Yes. And then that's when she's like, hitting him in the him back go, of the I'll head. Give you money. Yeah, yeah. I realize I'm a very messed up man. <laughs> I'll just, we'll go to the ATM, and we, I'll give you more we'll money. We'll go our separate ways. We'll go our separate ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He t- turns into a total and puss. And she's like, no, I'm not going to let you total uh, hurt and kill other yeah. girls. So that's when she's hitting him in the back of the head with the butt of the gun saying mm-hmm. things and she's like and that's for blah 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 blah, blah. and that's for cutting off all my hair you fucker oh yeah she's like you fucker she, oh my god it's amazing I yeah, can't it, and she's 15 she's supposed to be she's 15 she's supposed to be 15 but she she's was like 20 but right? she was 20 yeah. when the movie actually came out so she may have been 19 when it was uh, actually filmed yeah um, but <laughs> I got another one fucking gold and when he's Pleaded for his life, and he's like, I'm, I'm obviously a sick man. And she goes, Whoever would do sex to a dead person is obviously a sick man. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she says, Are you gonna do sex, sex. to me? That <laughs> this is like when the comedy comes back, she's in fucking control. She's got him going, and you don't know what she's gonna do. Is she gonna? Because he's like telling her, you know, nobody's going to believe you. That's why I think he's really like a boys school guy because he seems like he's reputable. He's like, yeah, it's my word against yours. No one's going to believe you. You're just going to be back in another foster home. He definitely gets in her head in uh, the wrong way. Not the way that he wanted. Yeah, because she she does not. We learn she does not fuck around. No. So she makes him pull over. What are you going to do? Pussy mode still. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is your personal savior? You got to answer me something, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) And he says yes, and she fucking blows his fucking neck. Yeah, why did she shoot him in the neck? She shot him in the neck. Because she didn't know she's a 15-year-old. She's never shot anyone before. She doesn't know. (laughs) Um, And then he starts like, (laughs) and he's like choking on his blood, gets out. She does a great job in this like scene where he's all gurgled and... Mm -hmm. Supposed to be fucked up. And he uh, gets out and he's trying to run away from her. And she's just, just like, no, sh- she shoots him like three fucking times <laughs> in the back. She comes up, shoots him in the back of the fucking head. No, right in the back of the, uh, around the shoulder again. Is that what it yeah, was? She presses it up close range. He wouldn't have survived back of the head. That's what I thought, but 
You might, I might be wrong. Though. I don't know. It's tell just us the way if, it looked. If anybody watches it, tell me. It looked like everyone should fucking watch this. If it is the back of the head, then Jesus Christ, he really should have died. I have no idea how how the fuck he survived. Because he does survive. But she definitely. I mean, she takes. The, she takes his money. She oh, takes what she can. Oh, I love that part after she shot him. By the way, during the scene while she's shooting him, and he comes like back to life, like after the first one, mm-hmm. her face. It's just like, huh? <laughs> like, oh shit! And then like, kind of like gives it weird looks, like, hmm, like, like it's goofy. Yeah, it is. Like, and then, like, it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's definitely supposed to be a comedy. Uh huh. And then when after she shot him so many times, and she thinks he's dead, he's laying on the ground, mm-hmm. and she prays to God. Oh my right god! Right afterwards, I can't remember exactly. Dear what god, she says. that was so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's classic. That was She's like, amazing. You don't, please don't please hate don't me more than me. you already do. <laughs> <laughs> and then please bless mom and dad. Oh, and Chopper. And Chopper cause, cause she doesn't know that Chopper oh, was yeah. gunned down and on Chopper, the streets. We didn't say that. Chopper yeah. got gunned down the streets when right she, after she left right town. Right after she left, he got gunned down. And Poor he didn't Chopper. even get a shot off back at them because he gave away the gun he to her. He went to go for his gun, but he gave has, it to her. Which has and, now been used on Bob. Which has now been used on Bob many times. <laughs> um, so she decides. Steals the wallet. Well, she takes his money for sure, and uh, she ends up at a what looks like a truck stop diner. Does she take the car? I'm not sure. We never see her driving. We that don't car. know if she takes his vehicle because she goes in, she orders her food. She's covered in blood. She orders a lot of food. She orders a lot of food. She's ravenous after the kill, <laughs> <laughs> and a large cherry coke. <laughs> <laughs> and um, everyone's looking at her because she's, I mean, she wiped blood all over her face. It's all over her hands. Oh, yeah. and she's covered. Oh, I'm a fright. You have <laughs> yeah. a washroom? I must look a fright. That's <laughs> Southern Belle charm Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and she, so she cleans up. And then the next scene is Bob stumbling into a hospital. Somehow he's still alive. He I can think barely talk, but he's covered in blood. She couldn't have taken the car. Right. She he couldn't got in the car because they were in the middle of nowhere. They say it. He said, "Yeah, well, like because she's like get off here," and he's like, "We're, we're in the middle of nowhere." Dirt road and shit. Mm-hmm. So he had to have still had the car. Uh, so we're assuming that she walked to a nearby truck stop and that he drove to a hospital. That makes more sense because yeah. Bob, in his condition, doesn't make any sense walking that distance. No, he would not have made it. Not with. She's a fifteen-year-old girl. She can walk to a truck stop. Should, he had at least five bullet holes in him. Probably yeah. bullets still in him. At I least assume. one in the neck, three in the back. Uh, yeah, she shot him twice in the back while he was standing, and then once again, right? Well, or, when he falls down, I think there are three bullet holes in his back. Oh, in his jacket. You're right. There are three. So four at least. And then she shoots him one so more five. close range. Wow. Yeah, once in the vehicle, three, times. and then one more time. Or she says, so many times. <laughs> I'll shoot you so many times, Bob. <laughs> God. Um, and so, yeah, he is in the hospital. She uh, finishes up her meal. She walks out of the truck stop. She's all cleaned up and ready to go. She's still on her trip to Grandma's house, and the cops get her. Yeah, police are there. Police are there. So you got to assume that people at the truck stop called, right? No. 
I don't think that's what happened. Really? I think it's because uh, he went to the hospital. Oh, and they just went out searching? And he said, like, what her name was and where it was. He probably he may have even seen her go there. But still, it's like they... Well, maybe, but still, it's like they're waiting for her outside. Yeah, but I feel like he had something to do with that. Because she would have, like, eaten her food uh-huh. and, like, paid yeah. and everything. It looked like she did eat. Because it looks like she's paying... Yeah, she's right done. Right before she's walking out. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. So I I assume... So now we've got Bob in the hospital with yes. five gunshots in him, mm-hmm. including one in the neck. Yes. <clears throat> the police got, are there. We got Vanessa is now in custody, in custody yes. of the police. And then mom and dad... Or in jail. They're, and they're done, jail. Right? We don't see them We don't again. see them anymore. So they're out of the store. We're totally done. And um, with there's sirens going oh, off. Oh, siren time. Sirens. Um, fuck, I'm losing my train of thought here. Cops just got her. They show Bob in the hospital again that he's alive. And they got the positive ID on her. That's what it is. They show a picture to him, and they're like, is this the person who did this to you? And he's all... But it is like the most ridiculous, goofy-looking picture of her that you just do not see coming. I mean, there, yeah, there are so many times where this movie is just like... It almost looked... Ridiculous. It almost looked like it was the headshot of her when they're like, look like you're having fun. (laughs) And she's just like... <laughs> um, so Bob is such a pussy on that fucking table when he's got all the bandages on him and he's bleeding everywhere and he's just he's like, so wrapped up. All you, you crying like, <laughs> and he's just like sucking his saliva because his mouth is like permanently disfigured. Oh, okay. Half of his mouth is what now open. There? Why is his mouth? I think that was up? nerve damage from the neck or being shot in the back at some point. Okay. I think that there was spinal damage. Right. So maybe she shot him like. In the or, spine? Or it didn't or did it in neck and exit mouth? No. Because his teeth are there. It probably just like hit the spine enough to do damage, but not enough to paralyze. So it makes his mouth go like because like up and he weird. had a voice box, like there was damage in his throat. throat damage, yeah. And yeah, so and he had to wear, I mean, because he was in a wheelchair for a while and he had a big fucking like metal thing like from his shoulders holding his head. And Oh, yeah. Well, that's still only in the courtroom. We should probably take a break before we get in that. Um, well, yeah. Well, I'm just saying we eventually get to that. And then, so, yeah, we, uh, we're going to leave with Miss Vanessa Lutz being sent to the She's juvenile. She's going to jail. Sent- Bob's in the hospital getting better. Yeah. Bob's wife wants her fucking in jail. She's so upset. So, um. Brooke Shields is now been introduced. Yeah. As Bob Wolverton's wife, Miss yeah. Wolverton. So, we're going to take a break and we will be back. Let's talk about Freeway. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by. Hi, I'm the Hula Hoop Guy, and I'd like to sing you a song. If you're a grump, a turd, or if you're feeling hasty, you should just move along. Sometimes I get wordy. Some say I ramble, while others say I rattle. 
few folks that just stay and listen while most just a Bensky daddle. Anyway, hello, hi, I'm the Hula Hoop Guy, and I'd like to sing you a song. I'm a world-class champion who buck clinch a tampy on the toms where I belong. I like to strip naked from the waist to the ankle. See my bare skin hula from my hips to my cankles. You see, see the string? There's a string hanging down. Between the streaks on the cheeks, you can see it wiggle round. Cotton soaked in vodka make from a potato. Got juice in the caboose at a high ratio. Hula hoop up top, string in the middle. Swerving what I got, got me rhyming like a riddle. I bought an ad spot on a podcast to gloat and remind you that I am the GOAT. If you want to watch me dominate a hula competition, strip naked, waist downstring, hanging in position, call 1-800-CABOOSE. Download my schedule and show up and watch the juice get loose. Dial 1-800-C-A-B-O-O-S-E and watch me hula hoop to victory. Presenting to you. Let's get down to business. Now I'm supposed to tell you that you got a bunch of rights and shit like that, but I don't believe in animal rights. So you don't get it, you scum! Johnson, Johnson, calm down! Johnson, get away from him! John! I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. That's my partner. He's he's very passionate about detective work. Goddamn right. I'm very, very sorry, wasn't he? Let me start out by saying... Uh, this is Detective Johnson, who you've already obviously met. Mm. And, uh, I am Detective Peralta. And now, I'm here to just ask you a few questions, Mr. Lincoln. Is that all right with you? No! I'm not saying uh. nothing! The pigs can fuck off for all I can. Uh. You see, I told you! Johnson! That's right, I said it! I Mr. Said Lincoln! He always was scum! Johnson! Always will be scum! Johnson, just stop, you're making it worse! Yeah, and listen to him, Johnson, uh. if you know what's it's good for you! Mr. Lincoln, you too, alright? You're making yeah. it worse for everyone. Everybody, calm down! Yeah, I'm calm. Okay. Now, Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Where were you on November 22nd, 1963? He's not gonna tell you anything. Yeah, for once, the fucking moron knows what he's talking about. I'm not saying a goddamn word. Mr. Lincoln, please, we're gonna be in this room for a very long time if you don't talk. Very long. We are trying to figure out a very old case here. We just want some answers. Just talk. Please, Mr. Lincoln, tell me what was your relationship to Jack Ruby? Oh, you mean Jack Hooby? That's what I think about that uh, one, pig! Uh, Mr. Lincoln! Just talk! Please, please, just Let's give just us answers! In jail. Who was Lee Harvey Oswald to you? Wouldn't you like to know, Fuzz? Oh, I'm <laughs> sick of it! What was your connection to John F. Kennedy? What? That key? Well, I shot him if that's what you're talking about. <sighs> What? Wait, what'd you just say? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I mean, is that why I'm here? Is that what all this hard oh news about? Of course. Yeah, I shot him around his fucking head. Mr. Lincoln, this <laughs> is crazy news. Yeah, I guess. I mean, why did you do it? Well, mostly I was bored and, and I had a gun and, you know, next thing I know I'm shooting a guy's head and it turns out he's just like me and was once a president. How ironic that I, once who was shot by a man, also shot a president. <laughs> All right. Well, am I good to go now? Well, yeah, yeah, the door's right there. Have a good day, Mr. Lincoln. Right. Thank you very much. Excellent, excellent. Have a good one, boys. Yes, bye. Bye. By the way, we're having a sale on crack this week, oh. so stop on by the crack and pour okay. and pick yourself up a good ride. Of Sounds course. Nice. Have a good day, boys.
See ya. Yeah, bye. Case, Case closed. Yeah, Aretha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Aretha. <laughs> the queen. Oh, the queen of soul. She dead. She dead now. Oh, she, yeah, she is dead. She is dead. Hello, we're back. We are not dead. Not yet. No. But uh, this might still be around when we're dead. Maybe, but it won't be posted because I post things literally two hours before they're up. But they'll have all of the archived stuff, all of the things That's that true. we have put out so far. So you could be listening to this while we're dead. Hello from the grave. What if I'm listening to it while you're dead? I think that's... Like I'm, like I'm an old man who lost you, and I'm just like sad all the time. So the only thing I have is listening to this podcast. This as, outrageous fucking podcast. And it reminds me of our relationship <laughs> of... Times you loved me and times you wanted to hit me in the face. Well, there are definitely um, many places within many episodes where you hear my frustration. <laughs> so you have a plethora of those moments to choose from. Emotions, emotions, emotions. You've got me feeling them. Yeah, All right, yeah. so we are back. I am Michelle. I'm still Sam. And we are talking about the movie Freeway from 1996. And there's definitely not a pink Cadillac, and um, I don't think there's a lot of love in this movie either. No. <laughs> By the way, pink Cadillacs are fucking disgusting looking. Pink Vehicles are disgusting. It's all bad choice. Yes, it is. It's probably the worst choice. I don't like yellow. I mean, I don't. My dad had a yellow Cadillac, so I have a soft spot for that. But it is also the car that he tried to beat was it that a train in. Yellow? It was like banana yellow, yeah. Oh my God. It's still not as bad as pink. Like a Pepto Bismol looking vehicle driving down the road. Bad choice. It doesn't make sense to me. I remember this one car on a show. I know it's usually Mary Kay, but still. <clears throat> I remember this one car on a show. It was pink, and the girl put... It's my fake, new obsession. Fake fucking huge eyelashes coming off of the headlights. Oh, I remember that. Ugh. Two things you hate. And the guy... And now that I'm a body guy and a painter of automobiles... Yeah. I remember this guy. It was before I was You're a painter of all in this kinds job. of things. Yeah, I can paint anything, motherfuckers. You've repainted um, like a patio set. I've repainted a patio set. I've repainted like a wagon thing. You've done tables. I've done tables, skateboards, helmets, golf hey, carts. If anybody needs shit painted, give me give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh, I remember the guy was like. No, this is ruined. Like, he started talking about the paint job, and I mm -hmm. guess it was not the original paint job. Uh, the people had masked it off terribly. And, like, so there's paint in places it wasn't it's supposed everywhere. to be. Yeah. And the guy explained it, like, you know, to do this right, I got to take this off, this off. And at the time, I was just like, huh, huh. But now I know what I know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
that car would have been a fucking nightmare to fix. Like, this bitch glued eyelashes to the headlamps. What the fuck? <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't uh. God. Yeah. Painting oh. cars is fun. Ugh. All right. So back Wrong. to the movie. At this point. Ah, Coca-Cola. I'm trying to get sponsorship. <sighs> ah. mm. Water. My insides don't need to be cleaned. Uh, they need to be cleaned out, but... <laughs> yeah, have a Coke. <laughs> Ugh, that's if the... it cleans chrome, then it cleans guts. It's rough to drink. I'm not a fan of cola. It is pretty harsh, but I don't mean that Coca-Cola. Please give me free Coca-Cola. Number one! <laughs> okay. So at this point in the movie, Miss Vanessa Lutz is in the juvenile home. Bob is recouping the hospital. He's recovering. So we, let's see, what would be, it would be this part. So this is the first time that Vanessa sees Bob after she shoots him. Um, we oh. are in court. Wait, should we talk about sections when she goes to the girl's home? Because some stuff happens. She meets Brittany Murphy. She meets Brittany Murphy, RIP. Which I want to say. Oh, she that, has a right. short role in it. Man, she probably would have been a really good actress. She was a good she actress. She was a good actress. She probably really would have been like, you know, just like, a, uh, almost like a Reese Witherspoon, really highly regarded because she's always been good in every role I've I don't know if Reese in. Witherspoon is highly regarded as a great actress. I think some people <laughs> like her a lot, but... She's Smithsonian as think, far as I'm I don't concerned. think the world looks at her as one of the greats. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I saying, think like, she's, she's underrated with some... Of her roles. Some of her roles, she's very good. Yeah. It also depends on what you like and what your styles are, and this is more my style. And then we meet... White trash. We meet the guard lady. I don't know what her name is, but she's, like, sort of in charge. Yeah, and she's dressed like a lady in a fucking psych ward in the 50s, it looks like. Her hair is all up in a bun. Uh Uh-huh. She has a... uh, One of those... I think you would call them just a basic... Like, a pencil skirt, perhaps? I'm not sure. Um... She's almost like a teacher looking. She's got look the to white button up blouse tucked in, all nice. Her her hair's up in a bun. She's a little bit older, um, and she has like the constant smiles. She yeah. always speaks in a soft tone. She has like a dopiate uh, smile at all times. And it'll yeah. And when um, Is she taking the bills. I'm not sure, but when <laughs> Vanessa gets there, she immediately gets in a fight with someone who kind yes. of who comes at her. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Chicano girl, right? Yes. What's her name? In the movie? Yeah. Or in real life? Both. Do you know, is she, in real, is she an actress I don't that I would know? I know in real, I mean, I don't know in, um, I'm sorry, in the movie, I'm not sure what it is. In real life, it's Alana something. Hmm. <clears throat> Have I, I had seen it, her but I looked up else, something maybe? else. No, it's Alana Ubach. I know her specifically, mostly from... Well, she was also in Legally Blonde, I guess. Reese Witherspoon's best friend? She was in Waiting. You would know her from Waiting. Oh, she the mean... She's the one that's pissed off all the time? Mm -hmm. You would know her from Waiting. There you go. She was also in Beekman's World. 
No fuck. She was the way. girl in Beekman's World. No way. So I'm kidding. You really know this girl. Of course oh you know her. Oh my god, I watched Beekman's World as a 28-year-old man. And I know her mostly from Sister Act 2 back in the habit. <laughs> wow, okay, that's really cool. So I've actually known her is from she, a lot of things. Is she uh, any Latino background? I don't know what she really looks like. I can't think of her. It says she's an American actress. She's American. Yeah, this is what, I mean, she looks the same, essentially. Huh. Yeah, she was, yeah. Wow. So she's With been in all, a lot of things. She's got a very Chicano look, so like mm-hmm. heavy she makeup. She plays it. And I can't understand a fucking word she ever says. It's really hard. Besides, bitch, I'm talking to you. Bitch, I'm talking to you? Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. It was like it was straight from the movie. Yeah, it's, that wasn't very good. But. Oh, I disagree. That was freaky. She's like... She's bitch, like, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Bitch, I'm talking to you. Look at, like, turn around looking at me. <laughs> and fucking Reese Witherspoon just. She turns around, beats her fucking face into the floor. <laughs> yeah. At first, she's like, right on the back of her head into the wall, oh, like, yeah. kind of crack her skull open, yeah. and then beats her with a phone, mm-hmm. and then grabs that sharpened pencil, and which is the sharpest can be. Stick it in her fucking ear. Stick it in her fucking ear. And then Brittany Murphy comes up and she's like, stick it in, stick it in, stick it in. <laughs> oh, Brittany Murphy, I wanted to ask, why does she have the scars on her face? They never explain it as far as I can I heard. No, but it looks... just a cutter, I guess? Uh, no, it looks like she went through some shit. Trauma? I think there was trauma. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't even think of it that way. Like Because, I mean, there were like, it was like a, a two big slashes on her face. Is what it looked, it looked like. like even more, but yeah, there were definitely like gashes. It, it was there was stuff on her body as slices. well, but like there like two big oh, slices man. on her face. I know I've heard of stories. so maybe she was in a fight, a knife fight. Uh, yeah, maybe. Or I've heard of stories where like really fucked up people just attack. This might be one of those fake stories that you hear, but we're just like random people run up with like a utility knife on oh, somebody, yeah, and just like go at them mm-hmm. and then just run away, and it's just to get a cheap thrill, and you just. Lacerated a guy like ten times. She seemed really fucking out of it in the She's movie, though. Really out of it. She seems doped up. Mm-hmm. She plays a really good weird character. Yeah. I think every character I've ever seen Brittany Murphy in has been sort of weird in some way. Not always like psychopathic, but like yeah, but like off. Like She's something usually, unhinged. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. I think she played it well for sure. Yeah. Um, but she beats so, the fuck out of that girl, and she was going to stab her ear with a goddamn pencil. She was going to stab That's her in crazy. the ear with a pencil, but she was sedated by the lady, uh, or the by the guards or whatever, and they were like, okay, after they gave her the shot, have and she nap. was gonna, <laughs> going to have a nap, she was like, all right, now let's remove those pesky restraints. Like She was a fucking oh, creep the, and smiled the, main the whole guard time. Lady. Yeah, the main guard lady, which is why we kind of went on that tangent yeah, for a little bit to come back around to that. Really after the creepy. fight, yeah, really creepy. Yeah, that. And did they ever introduce the guard before the later scene? No, the man. Yeah. No. Okay. I didn't think so, but I felt like I had missed something. No. Because, oh, well, next she goes to court, right? Yeah. Next she goes to court and she sees Bob for the first time. Classic scene so here. We are getting... We're just going to play it, right? Yeah, I'm just going to play this part. Scene. And, oh my God, she's amazing. That's all I can say over and over again. Holy shit. Look who got bait with the ugly stick. Is that you, Bob? 
can't believe such a teeny wee little gun makes such a big mess out of someone. What of your mind? <laughs> you are so ugly, Bob. You know it's gonna cramp your style with babes, big time. You know that, huh? Especially little Miss Press over there. <laughs> and hey, I heard you have one of them big poop bags that's like attached to your body and all your shit comes out like lands in it. You just a big old shit bag, ain't you, Bob? You just before. think of me every time you empty that motherfucking thing, motherfucker! Quiet! Quiet! Oh, she's so good. <laughs> she's so good. I you got one of those poop bags. <laughs> just lands in it. Like that she uses the term that the poop lands in the bag. I don't know why that sticks with it lands in it. Hope you think of me every time you have to you motherfucker. Yeah. She's amazing in this movie. She's so good. I want to know how many takes they let her go off on, what different versions there are. Mm-hmm. Is there a freeway are we going to get a 20th anniversary special sometime that has all these extra scenes in it? Like, Well, we're past 20 years. Oh, I need 30 then. We'd have to be 25, which would be in 21. Oh, man. But I don't know that... Classic fucking lines on this. I mean, Siskel and Ebert gave this uh, on the, the movie that I have, which I don't know where I got it. I don't know if it's the original cover, but it does have a Siskel and Ebert two thumbs up on it. But an actual um, review that I read on their website... They gave this three and a half out of four stars. So they fucking thought that this movie was good. But then if you look at other um, sources, like if you just Google it, it's around like 70% for all of the Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, all that shit. It's pretty good though. 70%. I mean, I feel like it should be higher. I think this movie is, but it has to appeal to you. It's a weird movie. It's a weird movie. It can be so I guess very it makes violent sense at times. That it's only 70%. It's, it's violent sometimes in a way that, well, it's produced by Oliver Stone, but like Natural Born Killers, mm-hmm. it gets violent in that way sometimes. Weird. Not as violent as Natural Born Killers, obviously, because like Natural Born Killers is over the top. Screaming while it happens, too. <clears throat> yeah, but like, it, it's definitely got that, that sheen to it where it's like, I'm showing you extreme graphic violence and... But well, I guess we haven't even talked about that. I'm kind of spoiling the real extreme violence, I think. Well, I mean, we did watch Bob get uh, hit in the head and then shot multiple times. Yeah. But is it so they're coming back from court, right? And they stop at a gas station? No, I think that that might be another time. That looks like another <clears throat> day. Because, well, I know when she's in isolation, this is important. Um, she said that her stepdad taught her how to wrap her toothbrush and saran wrap and then burn it and sharpen it and turn it into a shank. Fuck yeah. Gotta know how to do that in jail. That taught me how to, uh, make a shank in jail. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Was was watching it be done in that movie. That was the first time I saw it done, I think. She's got that. She shoves it up her vagina. Yeah, she puts it in a tampon applicator and shoves it in her vagina and then let's see so why are they out and about because i'm not sure okay i should say this while they're in court they do say that they're going to try her as an adult yeah that is also which is exactly what bob wolverton and his wife wanted yes that's why the court scene was there Mm -hmm. to talk about if she's going to be an adult or not because she did consciously go after him yeah and keep shooting him Mm -hmm. but then See, isn't it right after the scene where they like they're at that gas station? It's the only thing I can come up with of why they're even out and about. 
I'm not sure why they're out, but for some reason, they they know they're going somewhere. Yeah. And, because not everyone had to go to her court date. I mean, yeah, it's true. I don't know why, because... So I don't think it would be it's, that. It's the main lady, the head lady of the girls' reform thing or whatever, the mm-hmm. jail, basically. The guard that's with her. And then four girls from the place, right? Yeah. So we got Chicano girl. We do. We got Valerie. Is that her name? Vanessa. Vanessa. God, stupid. And then the two twin. Yes. Girls. And they are familiar to me as well. And I, I it's like, I can't remember if one of them was on Save by the Bell. Hmm. But they were twins. And I didn't know that there were two of them. I don't not know. I do not know. I, don't, I did I don't. not recognize them. Um, so the shank comes to good use. Yeah, this is where the gratuitous violence this is where, for me comes in. Yeah, I would say so. Um, because the the old lady comes in. She wants to know why they've been in the bathroom at this gas station for so long. For so long. And it's so weird they're at this gas station giving them so much freedom. Yeah, but they make all four girls go in the bathroom together. And then I think she locks the door, though, from the outside, doesn't she? She does have the key. Yeah. So I think she locks them in. She doesn't know that Reese has a or that Vanessa has a shank in her vagina. So they assume that they probably aren't really giving them excess freedom. They just she didn't go in the bathroom with them. Um. But she stayed right outside the door, I assume. Um, so she wants to know what's taking so long, opens the door, gets pulled in. And uh, the Chicano girl, as we keep saying. I don't know what else to call her. Goes to fucking was. town on her. She goes fucking ballistic so on she's, her. So she's so willing to do this, right? Because didn't she say as soon as she's 18, she's going to be sent off for 20 years to some prison anyway? Something like that. And, like, so she goes off. You're right. Like, Reese Witherspoon doesn't doesn't even shank her. <coughs> she just uses it against her, like, as a... To bring to her in. Her. Yeah. And then Chicago Girl fucking strangles her with her bandana. And And then later, when she comes back, she's just beating the shit out of her she's with like her... stomping on her. her. Stomping her brains in, right? Yeah. Because there's blood on her shirt. There's it's, blood on her face. It's bad. And she's, like, jumping in the air. And, yeah, she's, like, losing <laughs> her shit. And, like, it's, like, a joy killing by the yeah. end of it. Um, and then Reese does actually slash. You call her Reese now. Yeah, it's Vanessa. Vanessa. She slashes the. Um, there's a male guard that we've never met, but he is outside. Yeah, this is why distracted I asked by the twins, and this... then he slashed. And he's like, "You kill? Why did you, you didn't kill have to me? kill me?" And she's just like, "I didn't kill you." Yeah, she calls him "you perv." Because she said earlier that all of the that if you want to work at a kid's prison then you're a perv oh okay so she just has in her mind that they're all fucking pervs all right that's why i thought that i had missed something and that they had already introduced him as an actual like documented you know creepo like taking advantage of the girls no it was just kind of the whole mindset you that she's just like fuck authority um i I fucking hate pigs (laughs) machines yeah (laughs) oh i should check out my reese quotes to see if i missed anything see where we're at here uh uh Oh, when they're asking Reese or Vanessa about shooting Bob. Okay, so yeah, I was going to say that when that the, the, the there are two detectives. One of them is yes. the guy who played Nixon and yes. another one is a a black guy. I don't know his name. <laughs> He's just a dude. He's just a guy. Um 
There are two police officers that, fucking creep. that do interview her. And it seems that anytime anyone talks, especially in detail, about crime, yes. this black cough, crime. this this black cough, this black cop like gets off. He gets like really excited and almost like it almost looks like he's being turned on. Yeah. It's creepy. He, like, it's aggressive. Leans, he like leans in and mm-hmm. he's like, Tell me more. Yeah, when's the first time you yeah, he gets Jeff Goldblum. But then, you, but then it's like, <laughs> is it like this? And is it like this? Yeah. And he kind of gets he gets shitty with uh, Vanessa as well. And then she goes off and says all kinds of super oh, racist yeah, things super against him. Racist. Slaps him across the face, hits him uh, in chair. the head with a chair, fucking wrestling style. <laughs> she Mick Foley's that motherfucker. She says some super racist stuff. and then Crazy he, racist. And then the other cop restrains her and asks, you know, why she said that. She's just like, I just, I knew it'd piss him off. And it was basically because he had just called her oh, a his, whore. Because he was like, it's in your blood, basically, because your mom was a whore. Yeah. And you've been in trouble for soliciting. Yeah. But sh- what we learn later, that her version of soliciting isn't actually sexual. It's yeah. basically just robbing people. That's, yeah, that's very true. Because, like, I love it when she says, he says the whore thing to her, and then she says the racist stuff to him. And then she's like, yeah, you don't like it, motherfucker, do you? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's really nothing about... No, it's not personal real at all. feelings. It's just she knew that that was going to slice the most. Because he was just saying, like, you're... Because she's like, you're saying I'm a natural born. Yeah. Like, whore uh, or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh. So <laughs> it's um, a crazy moment. But he's a straight fucking creepo cop. And this happens so many times. Every time this guy's on screen and talks to anyone, this cop, he... I, it, to me, I assume... That he has an erection that is taped to his leg throughout the entire yes. movie because he's just so fucking turned on uh-huh. by um, the crime. crime, all of the crime, and crime, and sometimes he'll be normal and just be like, "Huh, I wonder what's going on there." And then as soon as crime is brought up, that gleam in his eye happens again, and he's like, "Yeah, so what did you do?" Oh. Yeah. And for the record, there's no Vanessa during this um, interview even. Has a big bruised face, face. Um, but it doesn't seem to be acknowledged at all by the cops at this point because she is vocal about who she believes Bob is, oh, yeah. and no one believes her. Yeah, and then when she meets the guy, and she's like, "You're the guy on the TV." And then yeah, he was just like, "Well, why didn't you tell us, you know, that that stuff was happening, and you wouldn't believe me?" And she does say that. At different yeah, points yeah. as well, like and I've been I in the lay. system, yeah. and when you're in the system, nobody fucking believes you. Uh-huh. And, and then she, what'd she say? If I would let him go and he go out and kill another girl, it would have been my fault, <laughs> and I can't let that happen. And then he's like, "No way." He's like, "You're you can still change your story and <clears throat> you know try and make this better for you." And then she straight up says, proving her character that she may be violent, she may go off the fucking wall sometimes, mm-hmm. but she is. She says like, "Truth is eternal." I'm telling the truth. And then you can see it in the uh, Nixon guy. Mm-hmm. You can see it in his eyes that, like, oh, he believes there's something her. here. There's something. I don't know if he believes her yet, but he, he connects with her. I think he, he understands. That she's a wholesome person. And he's yeah. like, I don't know if I can she's not, a, not believe her. I think I have to believe her. I think she, he understands more that she is a victim of circumstance. Yeah, yeah. And he sees that she grew up how she did and that she does make bad choices, but she's just trying to survive. Is kind of the feeling that I get, but he seems to. But yeah, the the cops, they're they're not like saying we don't believe you, but no one seems to think anything other than she's just this wild fucking kid. 
And he's obviously a respected man. Yeah. And his wife seems respected. Brooke Shields, she seems respected too. Yeah, they have a really nice house. Yeah, they seem like they're well off. Yeah. So... Makes no sense being a group therapy boy, but... Well, she does tell the cops that he, like, cut her hair off and stuff. And the cops do go back to the scene. Uh, yeah, eventually. I missed the quote. We brought it up for this reason. When When the two cops are talking to her... And she's straight up saying, like, yeah, he's the killer, and they don't know whether to believe her, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing we just talked about. Sorry. She says, and they're like, uh, they're like, no, Bob is, uh, he's in critical condition, but he's alive. And Vanessa goes, oh, yeah, right. I shot him so many times. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when the cops are like, wow, you like, you do not care. Like, you just, you just tell it how it is. It's exactly how it is. Yeah. She's a, a fantastic character, that's for sure. But we skipped crazy. So she's actually back to now where she's escaped. So now she is, yeah. So she all, killed the guard. all four girls. Chicano killed. Well, Chicano killed lady. the lady. They didn't kill the guard. They just basically wounded him, him so they could get away. Yeah. And then they steal the vehicle. <clears throat> and then they. I don't know what happens with the twins. I'm sure they get dropped off somewhere. And mm-hmm. then uh, she goes with a Chicano girl. She gets Chicano clothes and makeup. Really oh, dark yeah. lipstick. She gets, she gets back to what she feels comfortable looking as. Yes. And uh, she gets a gun, a new gun. And a gun, a car. A car. And uh, some gas money <clears throat> to finish going to Grandma's house. Um, she is wearing red still. Yes. And has the basket. And still has the basket. No. Does she? Not by this point. She's gotten out of jail. They would have taken That's the basket. That's true. She wouldn't have had but it. But she, she did have the basket it. for most of the thing. That's so ridiculous. Because yeah. no that one just that. carries a red basket, yeah, but she did. Um, but she has what she needs. And uh, the, she's officially going to Grandma's she's house. She's officially now. going to Grandma's. This is like the most straight line she's so, had possible so far. Yeah. And the cops do, mm-hmm. after talking to her, um, I'm not sure what exact. I don't know if it was just from talking to her because they went no. back to this the scene. To, no, they went to the oh, school crime. and talked to her friends. And that one friend that was missing the leg that uh, mm-hmm. also tried to do prostitute things with her in yeah. sixth grade. And they're like, you were going to do solicitation in sixth grade? And that girl's like, I was only going to jack him off is all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she says something like, by the way, she's only like lost... Or, like, going off because she lost him. Which I was going to say earlier, when she finds out that Chopper uh, Chopper's dies. dead, yeah. that's when she really just loses it. And she's, okay, time to make a shank. Like, I think that's when she's really just like, fuck it. That's it's all true. over. My parents are gone. Cause she my talked, fucking fiance's gone. Because after that first interview with the cops, they let her call Chopper. Yeah. And then that's when she found out that he had been shot. Yeah, so I think that's when she really loses it unhinged. And her friend kind of says that. And then that's when the black cop sees the picture of him on the wall and finds out that her boyfriend, Chopper, was black. And he, he, he says something like, she's a coal digger. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I think that's what he that. says. I think she says he's a coal digger or something like a coal miner. Something with coal. Uh, coal and he, miner. And he's like, so. what's, what's that mean? And he's like, she dates black guys. Mm-hmm. So that's when he's like, wait a minute. I kind of believe her. And then he... Who's been the creep the whole time? He's been a creep to Brooke Shields. Yeah, that cop has been, a, and his 
I don't want to say bedside manner or like his etiquette mm-hmm. has been crazy the whole time. Yeah. He's the one that changes it all of a sudden and goes, wait a minute. I'm going to go check out the crime scene and finds. And he is the one who finds her cut off hair. Yeah, the ponytail. The ponytail. Which it, then makes them go, fuck. I think this is this is grounds to further investigate him. Mr. Bob Wolverton and they as do, the I-5 killer. Yes, so they do get a warrant. They go to the house. He is not there. He's in physical therapy, they said. Brooke is there. I'm sorry. Miss Mrs. Shields, Mrs. Wolverton. Mrs. Wolverton. Yeah. They um, have statues of wolves uh, everywhere. She's so pissed that the, that the cops are there. They say, yeah. we have a warrant. She's like, why are you here? Like, you should be getting that girl. Uh-huh. She's the one who is... She's very hoity-toity. Yeah, she's, yeah, very nose up in the air. Offended that they could even possibly be here at this time. Yes. So they... Um, they look around the property. They they find a shed, which when you open the doors, I mean, oh, just... Oh, wait, 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 wait. You need to get to your Brooke Shields moment. Right before this, he's like, I found a shed out back. Oh, that's right. And he's like... Can, he's do like, you have the key? Said, do you have the key or do you know where the key is? And what does she say? Brooke Shields? She says, fuck you. And <laughs> this is interesting because I brought this up to Sam, so I'm glad that you let me uh, say this. This is the first time I had ever heard Brooke Shields say fuck. I had watched Suddenly Susan... I knew her from um, just regular TV. I hadn't seen many or any movies other than like this may have been my first like time seeing her outside of just regular wholesome TV, sitcom TV. I'm not familiar with Brooke Shields at all. So, yeah, like, this is this is who Brooke Shields is, is to me. So hearing her say fuck you is interesting. So the cops do go outside. They just they bolt cut the bolt off. And um, just tons, like they open the door and just like a mountain of child pornography and handcuffs and like pictures like, of him like, with victims. Yeah, it was like teen slut. And it was like all that. gross stuff. And Brooke looks outside when it when it happens, and she's mortified because she's like, "Oh my god, these are children." Yeah. And, and then they go back inside. Do, so okay. I know that they say, the cops do say that they found all the yeah. pornography and stuff, but they also found remains. Yeah, they go inside. Human or, an, or animal. They don't, they're not sure. Yeah. After the mountain of porn just falls out, which by the way. It's ridiculous. There's no way he how, would have been able to maintain that. Yeah, what, what are you doing here, guy? Organize your fucking mountain of porn. And hide it better. Jesus Christ, it was just in a shed right out the back door. Yeah. But what obviously she, she's hoity-toity and never going to go in it. Never would even imagine going in a she tool shed. She wouldn't even shed. have known where the key was. What's a tool shed? That's a how she would have been. Shed. What's a tool? Remember back masking? Yeah. Led Zeppelin? What? It was a little tool shed. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Satan's that, tool shed. That, that always that? reminds me of oh, that. Oh, man. We got to look at that again. That was so funny. That uh, back masking. Yeah, I've stayed up. For many hours and into the night watching get, back masking stuff. It can get creepy. Yeah, but you know it's fake. Yeah, so. I know it's fake, but still just sounds played backwards. It can just, it just give sounds you weird creepy. Feels. Yeah. yeah. It's like hearing underwater sounds, like underwater microphone to things. They creep me out. So one but thing anyway. that I didn't play and missed that I think is really important. What were you going to say? I'm I was going to finish the thought of they saw the mountain of porn. They go inside and... uh He's on the phone like, yes, his name's Bob Wolverton and everybody's downstairs, including Brooke Shields. And he's like, yeah, we also found remains could be human or animal. And she is like, and she's she loses her yeah. shit. Everything's falling down on her like, she's in her brain. She's like, just 
in, in tears. She's emotional. She runs upstairs and she fucking commits suicide very quickly. Yeah. Just shoots herself in the yeah. head. No. And we get a shot of it too. Like we see. We don't see it happen, but we do see. But we see the, like the aftermath and we see like brain matter on, on the wall. The wall. And yeah, yeah, just, her face is all. Piece of her skull is kind of like pops up on the top. It's just definitely not something that I Good would have you, expected bro. to be shown. Um, but one thing that I forgot that was really important and is a way that I have personally referenced this um, forever, I would say. I'm excited. Um, excited. Girl, you knocked I'm me out. I'm excited to know what it oh. is. Oh, no, it's a part that um, I've always referenced with this movie. And it's when she is actually in the girl's jail still. It's before she got out. So, like, I'm jumping way back. Um, but she is sitting around there watching TV. And there is actually an interview with Bob and his wife before she kills herself on TV. And um, they're watching it. They realize that Vanessa is the one who did it. And she mocks Bob. And it's amazing. That's Bob. That's Bob. My dick may not function, but I have not lost my smile. It's a classic. It's so you classic. You say that a lot. My dick may not function, but I have not lost my smile. <laughs> it's funny because Bob's face is so fucked up that like he's got like a permanent smile on his face. Uh-huh. So that's why the joke is just just hits so well. Yeah, a permanent fucking smile. He looks like Joker esque yeah, yeah, almost. He's crazy now, like ah, oh, hey, and he's always drooling, mm-hmm. and he like. Yeah. Yeah, he always has to uh blot his drool. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Where were we? Oh yeah, I was just trying to re- I wrote really small, so I was trying to read it. So Brooke found out I'm oh, sorry, Mrs. Dead. Wolverine found out that her husband's Mrs. a monster. Wolverine? Mrs. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverton. That came out. Mrs. Wolverine. Mrs. Wolverine. Snicked. <laughs> so Mrs. Wolverton found out that her husband is a total creepo. She can't handle it. She can't live with it. She commits suicide. She's done so. Um, the cops, the cops totally like, oh, know. Yeah, but they're, I mean, they they get it now. Like, I mean, she still has fucked up, and Vanessa still has to, I mean, she'll still have consequences for her actions. Yeah, but a but little less. now. It, the story makes more sense to the cops now. So now... But she's still missing. She's still on her way to grandma's house at this point because she's yeah. now set up. She's broken out. She's been given a car. She's ready to yeah. go. So so I want to talk about, you just brought up the whole charges kind of thing of what would still be applicable to Vanessa. Mm-hmm. They're still going to charge her with aggravated assault because one shot, maybe two shots, would constitute getting away from the person, self-defense. Mm-hmm. Not... Three in the back, four in the back, eventually. And one in the So back. I think she would still be charged with like an attempted murder? Attempted manslaughter or whatever. But like maybe a little taken off because it was originally a self defense, but then she tried to take justice in her own hands. Yeah, I have no idea. And at this point, uh, oh wait, she didn't have a car yet. She stole another car. Remember, she got that, she was going out trying to sell sex. She had left uh, with the Chicano girl, and she's going out. Well, she because she's dressed up already, yeah. so she and she's going sexo. Yeah, so she's <laughs> working the streets. So it looks like she's a total prostitute, like her mom. But again, her style is um, 
not really doing anything because no. uh, she does get a guy to pull over and he asks for a blowjob and she clearly looks fucking disgusted. Yeah. Um, yeah, when he's like, do you suck cock? And you can just see it on her ugh, face. Like, she's just like, ugh. She doesn't even like to say words like that. Throughout Mm-mm. this whole movie, she is when it's been a reference to a dick, it's been like, you know, his thing or mm-hmm. his you know what. Yeah. It's never been anything. It's, it's yeah. been very innocent in that term. Mm-hmm. That's even though true. she's obviously handled... She shot two. people. Yeah, yeah. And she shot people. <laughs> and she but slashed then, uh, people. And I want to say this, too. It's fucking disgusting because he's like, you're under eight. When she's like, let's go back in this alley or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that guy's like, you're underage, right? And she's like, yeah, is that a problem? And he says, nope. Young people got to live, too. Like, this guy's a fucking scumbag. He's gross. But he just wants his dick sucked. But he wants his dick sucked, and he says he'll give her 25 bucks, and she's <laughs> like, all right, take off your pants and take everything off so it's easy. And then uh, she pulls out her gun, and uh, she r- robs him. And actually, do I have... Maybe I don't. I thought I had something lined up for that, but I don't, unfortunately. Um, for when she's the robbing him scene? Yeah, because then she says that she was like, I think I, I took it out because you could hear it in the trailer where uh, she was talking about like, I'm pissed in the whole uh, world. He's like, why thinking. are you doing this? Yeah. I'm, I'm pissed, pissed off in the, in the world. Whole... Yeah. yeah. And that, but then she sees that he only has like she five bucks. Get money and it was five fucking dollars. You're only going to give me five bucks. Yeah. What yeah, a piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Going for underage blowjob. So she and only gonna give five bucks. Yeah. So she locks, makes him get in the trunk <laughs> and his underwear. Hilarious. And he said he has to like, what if I have He's to like, pee? He says like, I gotta pee. And oh. she says, uh, oh, I wrote it down. It's my last quote. Well, pee in there, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the trunk of the car. <laughs> and she take his all of his pants off. Yeah, uh, he's pants and underwear. He's wearing an undershirt and. A uh, like and a business shirt kind of deal, man. Right? Panties. No, I thought it was like a wife beater almost. Well, he's got the wife beater on, but his top shirt, he's got like a businessman oh, like shirt, up. like a regular ass businessman. Yeah. Okay. And then brown pants. He's in the back. Tidy ass whiteies. Of the, he's in the trunk. She gets to grandma's with that guy in the trunk. Trailer still. park. She doesn't know where exactly grandma lives. She's never met grandma. But she she parks at the very beginning, which I think is weird, and then just walks around yeah. and is like, Grandma! 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 And before this, we have seen Mr. Bob Wolverton out and about. Remember, he's he's been at the therapy session. Yeah, and, and, and he he's actually... He's home, and then he sees the cops. He sees the cops, and then he turns around and Oh, leaves. fuck, I gotta get out of here. He knows. There's like... There's like six cops at his house by this point. Yeah. So he knows shit's over. So he knows that uh, they're on to him. Because he has a mountain of porn in his shed. Piled porn, which is even, yeah. I guess bodies in the yard. And yeah, that's true. And remains in the yard. Um, But yeah. Sexo. And then he goes to that. Yeah, yeah, she's. (laughs) I just feel like we should have focused a little more on sexo. It's like a Mexican area of California, Mm -hmm. right? So she's just going, sexo. (laughs) <laughs> As if putting O on the end of words makes it. That's how it's Spanish. But she does get to Grandma's house. She yeah. is able to finally figure out which house that it is. I'm not sure how, but I think actually I think because the cops get there too. The the cops show they up. Just kind of know. And I think no, but I think that they 
there's like a layout. There's a map. And I don't know if it has like the last name. Probably got the lot numbers. She probably knew the lot numbers because before this, Bob Wolverton's in that. He's out and about. He knows his fucking jig's over. So he's left and he goes to that diner to eat. And he's smoking a cigarette, and she's like, sir, this is a non-smoking restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she walks up, and she sees him with that fucking gnarled smile, and he's trying to smoke a cigarette as well as he can. And he has a hole in his throat because he has a trach. Yeah. And then he orders, and he's like, she's like, what do you want to eat? And he goes, soup with a fucking straw. <laughs> and then that's when he takes out the picture that he must have stolen from uh, Vanessa of or the was grandma like left behind in his yeah oh in his car vehicle yeah so he's got that picture of grandma and it's got her address on the her back address of that. is on the back so. so I'm sure Vanessa probably remembered like you know this because she obviously knew which trailer park it was and maybe she memorized it from looking Just at it for so it. long I think that map that they when you they pull up and that board it's got like lot mm-hmm. numbers on it so if you know she lives on lot eight she can say oh lot eight it's over there. Well, she does find the house and, well, I'm sorry, the trailer. And she makes her way in and um, much kind of like a typical Little Red Riding Hood situation. She sees her grandma in bed, mm-hmm. goes up. With and full on old lady rain yeah. guard thing on uh, top of her head. Yeah, hair net on top. Um, a Like a old lady nightgown. Like moo in bed. In bed with the sheet pulled up. Right under the eyes. And uh, we get kind of a classic take on that. Uh, what would you call that? A fairy tale? Yeah, this is when we really get back to the heavy Little Red Riding Hood. And she discovers. This is the big reference part again. Yes, here we go. Some big, ugly fucking teeth you got, Bob. Oh, that music. <laughs> So it's Bob. What did you do with my grandma? Do I see your grandma? What else did you give grandma? You fucker! You killed my grandma! Yeah, so, uh... He's like, that's not the only thing I did oh, yeah. to grandma. Oh, yeah. I did to grandma. That's not all I did to grandma. <laughs> so it was Bob. It's little, little Red Riding Hood story. It's a total little... Bob was grandma. Yep. Crazy. And he's and killed some grandma. Big... Ugly fucking teeth you got there, Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great way to just still say the whole, my, what big teeth you have. Mm-hmm. My, my big eyes you have. What it's big, ugly perfect. fucking teeth you got there, Bob. And, and when it shows, when he's like, want to see grandma, and it shows grandma, and she's got a noose around her neck, and yeah. she's just naked and dead. You can see she was, like, tortured, and yeah. she's, like, died yeah. with, like, her, like, screaming yeah, is what it looked like. Yeah, tortured look on her face, it's for sure. It's frozen up. that way. Like, she's yell- still yelling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, looks, it looks like the uh, dad on Strangers with Candy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys know what he is talking about, because that show is gold. Um, so, yeah, she now is... And an altercation with him. And um, one thing that was referenced earlier on that you brought this to my attention was that when it was the very beginning of the movie, when she is sitting with her stepdad and her mom is out hooking on the street Uh and she is concerned about the uh, I-5 killer that's out there who's killing these women and he doesn't give a shit. And she's like, what if they come and... 
What if he comes by and picks up your wife? And picks up. her mom. Yeah. And he says. He says, your mom would kick his ass. So. (laughs) Is he's all fucked up on meth? Because he's all fucked up. So then we get to uh, the end and he tries to. Overpower her. Overpower her. And once again, she kicks his fucking ass. Yeah, She's a force to contend with. And I feel bad. There's a guy in here that's just trying to, in the middle of all the fighting, you know, they're going all over the apartment. They're knocking stuff over. She's friends with the grandma. You're talking about the old man who comes in. The guy comes in. He's like, I'm bringing back that extension cord. And 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 she gets shot. An innocent man, old man gets shot. And then, so the cops are showing up while like the showdown is finishing. Oh yeah. And bullets flying out of the trailer. Yeah. And they see this fucking guy walk out just bloody and holding himself. So they know they can hear the gunshots. They don't go in. They just wait outside. Yeah. Well, there's a few times they, they try to turn that corner and you'll see like the classic Hollywood thing where like the concrete dusts up. So it's like, they're like afraid that they're going to hit by shots. Oh, so they okay. go back. They kind of try to go, but then So they back. just kind of wait. Uh, yeah. But she, she strangles him, right? Yeah. She straight up. She strangles Strangles him. Bob. She like beats his face into the floor a few times. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she doesn't have a weapon. Bob's got a gun. Bob has a gun and she, she has, has her hands. She's just she, an angry 15-year-old girl. <laughs> she beats the fuck out of him. Bob has nothing on her. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, the final blow is, yeah, she strangles him. I don't know what she grabs. She's got that white trash power. But she does. She There's something Bob. that she grabs. I don't know if it's like a cord. Maybe it's the extension uh-huh. cord. Yeah. Oh, my God. It probably is. <laughs> it would be That's whole... why the guy was there. <laughs> to bring whole... back the extension cord. <laughs> that poor man got that shot. That would be fine. I don't know if that's uh, what it is. But, uh... I have a note that I want to say before okay. Bob is fully dead. Okay. He has said earlier in the film, uh, Brooke Shield says his our sex life is over. Mm-hmm. And you know. And then she says the classic line, my dick may not function, but I've not lost my smile. Yes. Then, so we're to assume his dick does not work. Uh-huh. Later, he has fucked the dead grandma. So it's a subconscious, in my mind, it's telling us that Bob can achieve erection. It's just he's so far gone now and so obsessed with her, Vanessa, and probably revenge that now the only thing that's actually going to get his cock hard is like is violence and, and death mm-hmm. and decay. Like and he, he likes cross that line. He likes making sex to dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do sex to that dead body. So he's crossed Doing the line, sex to dead people. which is like I think is so creepy and so and it's not prevalent very hard in the movie. But if you think about it, it's so fucked up that like. Nope, normal sex. I can't even pretend with Brooke Shields anymore. Yeah. Like, ever since I've been shot, it's fucking over. Like, I am now obsessed with that part of my life. And now the only way I can get my dick hard is to fuck a dead body. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, now he's a dead but body. But now he's a dead body. <laughs> and um, the cops finally approach the trailer as she is coming out. She's yeah. bloodied. She's a mess. She uh, sits down in the chair. They understand what she's had to deal with. And um, the first thing that comes out of her mouth is... uh, Oh, yeah, they walk in and see Bob dead. Yeah, they see he's dead. And they see that Bob killed and raped uh, her grandmother. So they're just like, whoa, what the fuck? And they already saw that guy bringing back the extension cord come out bleeding, Bleeding. like you said. Yeah, so... uh, 
They come back outside, and the first thing that she says to them, which is the last line of the movie, is, any of y'all got cigarette? Yes. <laughs> and then just and then starts then laughing and has fucking mascara frame. running down her face she and blood crazy. all over, and she looks insane. Freeze frame to her laughing, and that fades and out. The, and it's the credits. And that's the fucking movie. <laughs> and here's where I will point out that that man is still in the trunk from the... Yeah, he is. Trying to get his dick sucked. He's still in the trunk the whole time. He'll get out, but he'll probably... Well, do you think he'll get in trouble? She's going to tell what happened, and then they're going to believe her because she's been telling the truth the whole time. They're going to be like, I stole his car because he tried to get me to suck his you-know-what. <laughs> That's right. She would just say you-know-what. All right. Now it's uh, time to get to the questions. Oh, man. Before we get to questions. What? Remember that line when she's like, he's like, I don't really like being robbed and she's like i don't really like sucking strange dick either <laughs> the only time she says dick actually that's true yeah all right question time we remembered that yeah question oh, time this thing is golden we're talking about questions 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 questions, 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 questions. Okay, so uh, why did I choose this? This has been a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while. I own it. Um, I've always loved it. Uh, I've always highly revered it. And it's been years since I've seen it. I felt it was time to watch it again. And uh, whoop, here I am. Whoop, here you are. I thought it would also be a really good podcast uh, recommendation for other people to watch. I don't know what it's like for you guys to listen to us talk about movies. Uh, especially if you haven't yeah. seen the movie, it could be fucking atrocious. I have no idea. Um, but this is a movie. Yeah. I've just always thought really highly of it. So it's something that I just thought would be really good for the podcast. What do I thought you thought uh, before I gave it to you? What do you thought? I thought, what do I thought you thought? What do I thought you thought? Um, yeah. What do I think you thought? There you go. Wow. No, cause it's what, no, it's cause of what you passed. Yeah. When right. I gave it to you, what did I think you would think of it? I knew that I had played this around you before, but I don't know what you had remembered. So I don't, I honestly, I thought you may have remembered more than you did. Um, come to find out that you didn't. Um, yeah, I just thought this would be kind of easy, but I also kind of forgot how fucking hilarious this movie is. Um, so yeah, I, I just really didn't have a lot going into it. I just thought it would be fine. Uh, your judgment prior to watching it? Uh, that I was going to enjoy myself. You were right that I did not remember everything, but mm -hmm. I remembered that I was very impressed by it. Mm -hmm. And I remember that I laughed a lot. And I specifically remembered the scene where Bob unveils himself as the grandma. Like, mm -hmm. I just remember that whole part where he just kind of like sort of stands up and just kind of like comes out of the outfit. Well, he doesn't come out of the outfit because he dies in the outfit, oh, but he comes yeah, out of the bed. I meant more like the bed outfit part of it, where like the blankets just kind of like comes roll down, off of and him. then he's like, yeah, yeah, and he they almost like unveil mm -hmm. off of him. They don't like fall off. It's like it's like almost somebody on the side like pulled it off of him to make it like an unveiling. And we did watch this twice, which is our uh, that's what how we it's our new thing. That's what we do with movies. I think it's fair to definitely give it a second watch. Yes. Um. You notice a lot of stuff. I noticed a couple different things on the second viewing. Yeah. I, I didn't notice that the kid was laying on a couch in the school classroom until this last watch tonight. Yeah. I didn't catch 
the whole they found remains. Yeah, I don't think I caught that ground. before either. Uh, there's a couple other things that I'm not going to remember, but definitely happened. All right, so do you know who your least favorite character is in the entire movie? I forgot I had to do this. That's fine. I'll go first and while know, you kind though. of think about it. Uh, for me, it was Larry. It was the stepdad. Uh, oh, okay. He had absolutely no redeeming qualities. He was just a straight piece of shit. Uh, he not only smoked meth or whatever form of speed that he had on him uh, next to his uh, stepdaughter, but immediately started feeling uh, feeling up on her and has a had a long history of uh, being just awful. So yeah, he's, he's the worst. Definite piece of shit. Larry's the worst. So who's your least favorite character? I think I'm going to have to go Larry as well. Just okay. because on paper, I wanted to say the uh, other cop that wasn't Nixon. Just yeah. because he creeps me out so much and he's such a weirdo. Mm-hmm. But on paper... He at least redeems himself. On paper, Larry's the worst. And, I, and it was back and forth between Larry and my head here for a second. It was between those two, or Larry and uh, her mom. Oh, okay. they're both just as pieces of shit, but Larry gets ahead because he as the cop says, is diddling... The daughter. The daughter. He's taking advantage of his yeah. power, Ugh. is, a, you know, the infrastructure of a family dynamic that mm-hmm. she still sort of feels with him. Yeah. And she's 15. And you know it's been going on, so I'm going to assume since 13. For a while. Yeah. So, yep, Larry. All right. And then the most favorite character, um, I think it's fucking obvious. I think Vanessa Lutz is amazing. So uh, I'm just gonna say that's mine too, so we can just talk about her. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she's whole fucking hilarious. She's it's yeah, it's it's definitely my favorite Reese Witherspoon role of all time. Uh, so if you have any interest in that, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. The accent is hysterical. The lo- the one liners that she has mm-hmm. are amazing, and she's a good actress. Yeah, she does I a good job. The she's believable. Time. The way she says fucker is, fucker. is so good. <laughs> I think her accent gets even more twanged out by the end of it. <laughs> like, hey there, bald nice fucking teeth. Like, it's way out of control by the end, which is even funnier, I think, because she's lost it by this point. Even yeah. the last line, hey, y'all got a cigarette? Like, totally twanged out. Yeah, she's, she's, just, she's, just, she's just good. She's definitely insane. Written very well. And the character is written in an... They write her that you like her, even though you know she's a fucking psycho. And Yeah. And you still like... You're like, oh, well, she did that because of this. Yeah, I get it. But then you think about it, and you're like, well, she's still just breaking laws left and right, and some of them are like, laws for a good reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that lady's dead now just because she had a job. We never... You never saw the headmaster lady... At the girls' penitentiary thing, abusing anybody? Yeah. Nothing. She was just, had a job. And the same with the guard. It's just because they work there. <laughs> so they have to die. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's definitely... So she's still a fucking psycho, but she's so likable. <laughs> she's so likable. And yeah, pure trash, but she's fucking amazing. Um, huge fan. And a product of... Her environment. Her surroundings. For sure. So it's... It's in that extreme world, it's not her fault. I mean, it is her fault because she is ultimately making the decision. Mm-hmm. But when you're trained that way, when you train your dog to sit and you say sit and it sits down, 
that's it's the same thing. Like you yeah. train a person to be a piece of shit, they're going to be a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you train babies from the time that they're babies to become decent humans. All we are are just tamed animals. There you that's go. all all of us are. Okay, so since I already went over how old I was when I first watched this, and that I originally, I already said that I originally felt that it was like super interesting, and I knew that I shouldn't be watching this, but uh, it was... That makes it more interesting. I just thought it was good. It just appealed to me. Um, and uh, would I recommend it today? 100% to anyone who likes movies that are with dark humor. With an edge. With an edge. If I you mean, like any Quentin Tarantino movies, yeah, you could watch this. If you like any Oliver Stone movies, especially since he produced this, mm-hmm. you could watch this. It's all in that same vein. Even all, like we said, John Waters. I get the John weirdness. Waters feel, but again, I think that that might have something to do with Danny Elfman's music. But I don't know. Ah, uh, Mr. Oingo Boingo himself. Mr. Oingo Boingo. All right, and Sam, would you choose to watch this again? Uh, I... I don't really choose to watch anything besides one certain show on Netflix all the time. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, fuck yeah, this movie's awesome. I've thought about this movie before. I've referenced this with you. Mm-hmm. I've referenced this at work when you said it was going to be the movie we were going to watch. Mm-hmm. I was at work saying things like, my dick may not function, but I've not, <laughs> not lost my smile. <laughs> Towards Mel. It's the best. Fuck you, Mel. <laughs> fuck you, Mel. Okay, so yeah, um, that was... The freeway. So, Sam. Yeah, yeah. That's me. What's Attention. next? Oh, what's next? What's the next thing? Oh. What's what, what you giving me, baby? What you giving me? We are going back in time, my love. We're going to listen to something. We're miss, yeah, we're listening to music. Listening to music this All right, time. I like listening to music. We're going to listening to music. We are listening to Jethro Tull's Aquila. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be uh, very funny. It's gonna be going down memory lane for sure. Sweet. All right. Well, that's the podcast. All right. That's it, you guys. Thanks We're, everyone uh, for listening. We always appreciate you listening to our bullshit because Sam doesn't like listening to our bullshit. I have a hard time listening to our bullshit. So, I mean, whatever. But we thank you. We love you. Check us out on social media. Uh, tell us that you like us or love us. We don't give a shit. Or um, hate us. You only gave him two options. <laughs> or hate us. Whatever. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be positive here. But let's all go riding on a freeway and hopefully we don't get abducted and killed. And then someone makes love to our dead bodies. Doing sex to dead people. Watch freeway. Let's go out on a dance party. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Sing it, Aretha. Sing it, girl. Come on, now. Dance party. Dance party.